Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hello, my sweet friend, and welcome back to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast, or welcome to the podcast if this is your first episode that you are tuning in for. Either way, I'm very grateful to have you. If you are listening to this episode in real time, it is Tuesday, December 28th, 2021, which means 2022 is in just a few days. And I know this time of year comes with mixed feelings. It can bring about some anxiety if you have a long list of goals or things that you'd like to achieve in the new year. And I think it can also bring up some possible, mm, I'll say disappointment, for lack of a better word, if the past year didn't go as you had planned. But I wanted to take some time today to chat to you about some ways that you can ease the anxiety, come up with a super aligned and inspired game plan for 2022, and just get your vibes right for the new year. If you have time now, grab a notebook because you're going to want to journal alongside this episode or you can listen to it once through and then come back to it later on when you have some time to grab a notebook, which is what I usually do because I want this episode to be more interactive and hopefully serve as a guide for you to get some things out on paper, find some more clarity and just really embody a confident, aligned, grounded energy as you move into 2022. I really want to focus more so on the now and moving forward in this episode. I really don't want you or I to dwell too heavily on this past year because the past is in the past. There's nothing that we can do about it. And the reality of life is that things don't always go as you plan. And it's important to stay flexible and trust that even when things aren't going to plan, they are happening for a reason. And you might not know the reason in the moment, but in my experience in time, the reason always reveals itself and it all makes sense later on. So as far as having feelings of disappointment or anxiety around the things that didn't go the way that you planned or the things that you didn't get done this year, I want you to just take a deep breath in. And fully exhale out. And just give yourself permission to be okay with what happened. To be okay with what is and how it all went. This is life. We can have a plan. We can have goals. We can feel super motivated. And then things just go awry. This is life. Things are impermanent. Shit comes up. Things get hard. We lose motivation. We lose our way. It's okay. Okay? Trust me when I say I understand that disappointment or anxiety around those things. I experience it myself. And when I do experience it, I just truly tap into my breath and take a moment to just be okay with it. Even if you have to intentionally remind yourself that it's okay, do that support yourself. 
it's okay. And before we do any planning and journaling on the future to just close the chapter of 2021, I want you to write out everything that you can think of that worked for you this year, that you did well, that you achieved, whether they be things that were on your original list of things that you wanted to achieve this year, or they just happened organically. I want you to write out every single thing that you can think of that really worked for you and that you feel good about and that you're really proud of. And these things can be big or small. It can literally be a matter of, you know, more days than not, I had my vegan protein smoothie or whatever it might be. And the reason why I want you to do this is because I think, at least for myself, it's really easy for me to focus on all of the things that I didn't do and get down on myself about that and focus on where I'm not and what I'm not doing. And I think that's just part of being human. I don't know. Or maybe that's just like part of being an overachiever. (laughs) I don't know exactly what makes us focus on the things that we don't have or the things that we think we missed out on. But I do think that it's a pretty natural thing to struggle with. And to that point, by taking time to really reflect on all the things that did go well and that you did achieve, I think it'll help put some things into perspective. And at least for myself, when I did this, I recognized that I actually got a lot more done than I thought I did. And after doing this exercise, I realized that there was a lot more forward movement than I originally was giving myself credit for. It wasn't necessarily the forward movement that I had written down or planned for myself. But when I took time to reflect, I really was able to see, oh, yeah, there was movement. The other reason why I like to do this is because it not only gives you an opportunity to shift your perspective, but it also gives you a chance to gain clarity on what worked and what you might want to bring into 2022 with you. And having this list can also help you gain clarity around where you need to focus your energy a little more on, whether that's a healthy habit or a goal or something that you want to change or shift. I don't know what it is, but just getting things out on paper and organizing my thoughts and goals in a more visual way so that I can see everything just helps me feel a little bit more grounded and yeah, just gives me a better, different, more expansive perspective so that I can really see where I'm going, see where I've been and move forward from a place of true clarity rather than moving forward from a place of reactive energy that is developed in the heat of the moment of me looking at my goal list and seeing that there's still five things on there that I didn't take off this year or what have you. Okay, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about the new year. Every single year, I find myself writing out goals and things that I want to do and achieve. And look, I, I do. I love doing that. And I did do that again for this upcoming year. I'm not going to lie. But I've also taken time to write out a list of feelings that I want to embody and experience in 2022. And the thing that I'm going to do differently this year is that instead of just focusing on the goal list, I've committed to doing my best to detach from the goal list a little bit and focus more of my energy on how I want to feel in the new year. Because when you focus on the feelings... You allow there to be space and flexibility on the how, which leaves room for the universe to step in and guide you towards or bring you something greater than you might have previously attached yourself to. 
it's an interesting thing to think about because I think sometimes we think something in particular will make us feel a certain way. When in reality, there's a multitude of things that could bring about that feeling. And sometimes there are things that are not even on our radar that could bring about that feeling. I'll give you an example. Instead of attaching to the goal of moving to a new city, which is a totally fine, amazing, great goal to write down, on my feelings list, I'm going to focus on the feelings that I believe moving to a new city will bring me instead of the move itself or the city itself, if that makes sense. For instance, some of the feelings that I think moving to a new city will bring me, inspiration, adventure, excitement. And while I'll have my goal list of the things that I think that I'd like to do and that I will take inspired action towards, I'm going to focus more on embodying and experiencing the feelings and or seeking out things that will bring about inspiration, adventure, and excitement. So instead of only focusing or only letting the goal be moving to a new city, the goal is to embody and experience inspiration, adventure, and excitement in big and small ways. So at this point in your journal, you should have a column of things that you either achieved or did well or that worked for you in 2021. Then another column of more specific goals or things that you'd like to achieve or do in 2022. And then a third column of feelings that you want to embody and experience in 2022. And again, I really want you to focus on that list of feelings. How do you want to feel in the new year? How do you want to show up in 2022? What's important to you? What do you want your default energy to be in the new year? And the idea here is to, yes, have your goal list. Have a list of things that you want to achieve or do or change or shift in the new year, but focus on the feelings. See how you can embody and seek out experiences that help you feel those feelings that you want to experience now in big and small ways. Because by assuming the feeling, you're really helping yourself become an energetic match for the things that you want to achieve, those things that you want to attract. And look, maybe by doing that, you will attract those specific things that are on your goal list. Or maybe, maybe you will attract something better than you could have ever imagined. And that's where that element of surrendering and detaching a little bit from the specific goal comes in handy because you leave room for the magic that the universe has to offer. You create space for the universe to do its thing. And you know, I've been thinking a lot about the past year as well as the year ahead and the things that I want to take with me, the things that I want to leave, what I think I want to change, the feelings I want to experience. And one thing that I keep coming back to is this ultimate goal of maintaining a loose grip on the end goal, if that makes sense. So yes, take action towards the things on your goal list while maintaining a loose grip on the end goal. And what I mean by that is to allow space in your mind, in your heart right now for 2022 to ebb and flow. I think it's really magical and at least for myself fulfilling to sit down before the first of the year and dream on what I want the next year to look like and feel like. 
But I also don't want that to pigeonhole you or I while we have the opportunity to take inspired action and flow intuitively and live life. The only constant in life is that things are always changing. So can you have a plan, but also be willing to let it go? Be willing to shift and pivot as needed. Can you commit to giving yourself some grace this next year? Can you let the most important goal be to feel good and fulfilled and content and present? Getting intentional with your time and energy is a process and a practice in itself. It's something that we cover in depth in my 12-week program, The Yoga Inspired Life. And it's something that I have been working on and practicing for many, 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 many years. And I do believe that there can be this healthy balance between your divine masculine and divine feminine energy. It's the doing and the being. It's the action and allowing energy. I think to experience equanimity and, and um, bliss in life, you need both. So I'm inviting you to approach your 2022 goals and plans and to-dos with a little more presence and grace and ease and flow and focus on the feelings. How do you want to feel? And look, I'm all for working towards something. I'm all for having a direction that you want to go in. I think that's majorly important. I think that a lot of people end up feeling lost or kind of puttering away their time because they don't know what they're doing or where they're going. But I think that, again, it's like finding that happy medium between the doing and the being. And that's why I am so excited to be just focusing on the feelings. That way, if something that you're doing is no longer aligning with those feelings, you can pivot and make a new choice. Honestly, like set some alarms in your calendar to remind yourself to stop and check in throughout the year. Check in with the list of feelings. Are those still aligned? Are those feelings still important to you? Are the things you're doing aligned with how you want to feel and experience 2022? Have your goals changed? Giving yourself pit stops throughout the year to really check in with yourself about whether the path you're on is aligned with you or not, I think would be an absolute game changer as far as how your year feels and flows. I sometimes check in periodically throughout the year, but not always. And I definitely have not checked in with a list of feelings. I've more so checked in with actionable goals that I wanted to take off. And sometimes, depending upon what time of year I'm checking in with those, I end up kind of spiraling out if I'm nowhere near reaching those goals. But if you instead focus on the feelings... And let that be the driving force and the thing that you're working towards. I think it leaves more room to actually get what you want. That list of feelings will be more like a barometer for you to check in and see if something's a yes or something's a no. If something should be prioritized or if you should let something go. I feel like I've been absolutely rambling. This is what happens when I don't write anything down. (laughs) But I just... Yeah, did this little journaling exercise with myself as I prepare for the new year. It's a little different than I have done in the past. And I wanted to share it with you and just check in with you before the end of the year. And I hope that I gave you a little bit of support moving into this new year. And before I let you go, I just want to say thank you so, 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 so much for all of the support and feedback on the podcast. If you've left a written review or a rating on the Apple Podcast app, I read them all. 
It brings me truly so much joy. It makes me emotional thinking about it. Yeah, this podcast has been such a labor of love and it's a totally independent project. I do everything on my own and it's self-funded and I do it just because I want to be of service to you. And so hearing from you and seeing the reviews and ratings and kind words and amazing DMs of deep appreciation just truly means so much to me. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing if you have and thank you for your support. And I'm excited to see where we can take this podcast in the new year. So happy new year. Happy holidays. I love you so much and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.